Hale Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hale Varsity Radio. You heard at Sports Radio. Welcome back to Heard at Sports Radio here on AM590, ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri Cities. We're live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as well. Want to tell you about our friends at the Omaha Supernovas. They got a big W last night. They were on the road against the Orlando Valkyries. They won 3-1, to one, matching the score here in Omaha. They go on the road to the Atlanta Vibe on Thursday. But they return home on March 14th. That's just a couple weeks from now against that same Atlanta Vibe team. But this time it will be here at the CHI Health Center, 7 p.m., Thursday, March 14th. Make sure you get to supernovas.com. You can check out their schedule, get tickets, maybe shop around a little bit, get some merch. That is supernovas.com. Beware of the Ides of March. I think that was You March big Julius Caesar. Caesar guy? No. Not really. Historical reference or the Shakespeare play? No, um, neither one? I just yeah. think the 14th is close to the 15th, and I wanted to weave in a beware of the supernovas, but then I was like, doing too much technically the ides of march are the 14th through the 16th it's like a period of time it's not just the one day so in case you wanted to just a little <laughs> are you not entertained i'm very entertained but now you want to be specific 90 percent of the time you're very general and a little loosey-goosey what, with the goalposts. Whoa, what is now we're very specific what, what we, and we're gonna hammer me on the 14th as opposed how about just giving your boy a little bit of credit like dang db that's pretty good that you know the ides of march hey good call on the ides of march well done no, so I'm not, I'm not a not just another non-pretty face you know <laughs> Jeez. what are you talking about me being general and moving the goalposts? i'm very specific <laughs> what <laughs> told me what? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It is, uh, you know, you, we, you mentioned this during the break. It is It is NFL Combine week. It's a big week for your boy. Love the Combine. Me too. Love the Combine. Shane, note to self for our guests. We're, we're, we're com. We are, uh, listen, I record the gosh darn thing. Oh, I watch a ton of it. I love the Combine. Great stuff. So would you run? If I was, so you asked me this in the break. If I was a first round pick, would I run? And I think it depends It depends on your situation, right? Like Marvin Harrison Jr. probably doesn't have a lot to gain from running, right? He's going to go super high regardless. His tape speaks for itself. If he runs a slow time, they'll be like, yeah, but look at the tape. If he runs a super fast time, they'll be like, yeah, we already knew he was a freak. What does Marvin Harrison Jr. have to gain from that situation? Not much. But if you're Cooper DeGene, maybe kind of a borderline first-round pick, especially coming off the injury. And listen, I'm – I think this is a real factor here. I think DeGene is spectacular. I do too. But he is also trying to play a position in the NFL that people that look like him often don't play. And whether that's fair or not, 
he probably needs to put up a good time to solidify, like, yeah, I'm athletic enough to be a corner in the NFL. Is that fair? Like, am I making that up? Um, gosh, to be honest, like, you seriously are catching me off guard. Because at no point did I th- – and, and I, you know, if anybody would tell you, it would be yeah. Great. Like I would tell but you. I'm just saying I we haven't had a, we haven't had a white corner in the NFL since Jason Seahorn. That's the truth. That's that's real. Okay. So if you're and most of these guys get moved to safety from college to the NFL. Yeah, I don't know if he's big enough. I don't. I don't think. I, no, but, he's a true corner. Like but, he is but, a true uh, corner. I've never. I just like him because I think he's really good. I agree, but I I think there's. It's possible there's a perception of him among NFL talent evaluators that want to see the time mm. to justify, like, hey, yep, he is athletic enough, which we all know doesn't always matter either. Like, Richard Sherman runs a 4-6 in his And we great just corner. knew it was like a foot injury. They didn't really – did I miss where there was – I don't think specific? they got real specific on what it was. So part of it is, hey, you want to make sure he's healthy. I remember when Nebraska played Iowa in that pregame – Sharp is really good at like going through the reports, mm-hmm. and the gene wasn't on there, mm. so we were like, "No is he way, he's coming back." Yeah. So, and I remember, it's probably more me than him because he's like, "No, that's such and such. He's a wide receiver." And I was like, "I think that's the gene," because right. I could have sworn I saw two, but of course, he wasn't he correct? No, I mean, he's that's fair. <laughs> he's like, somebody's got to keep you in line. He's a little more savvy than your guy. Right? <laughs> I'm over here looking at like a thousand different things. He's no, like, but if I'm if I'm Cooper, I probably need to run. If if you're healthy, well, at some whether point. it's combine, whether it's pro day, at, at some point. at some point he's going to need to put a time down. Yeah, I'm glad you're a combine guy. I love the combine. I think it's a ton of fun. I think it's a, and you know the funny thing. I can say that it's. I think it's extremely overrated. Oh yeah, I don't know that it matters, but I like it a lot. You know, but I still like it. Yeah. I like seeing the times. I really, you know, I, I know everybody loves the 40. The 40s are fun. Couldn't care less. Um, I like the broad jumps a lot. I feel like you learn a lot about the guy's explosiveness and the broad jumps. two guys from UConn having the highest standing broad jumps? Yeah, I don't, that's, uh, you would Byr- Byron Jones went 12. Which 12 is three. a stupid number. And I think Mofawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamawamaw
not to cite another coach rule reference, but, um, you know, like on the recruiting trail, the staff, were, we were talking to some of our players. Mm-hmm. And I'd had this conversation with Christian. This is probably in January, and we're going to start doing some defensive install and stuff this week. And, you know, I was asking about playing on the strong side versus the weak side or, you know, maybe playing inside. Like, to the and I told him this. I said, to the best of our ability, we'll try to help you out to play the long game. Mm-hmm. But first and foremost, we want to win games currently. Yeah. So he was like, you know, I want to keep working on my – because we've worked really, really hard on, on coverage. Mm-hmm. And we asked him to do a lot, which is part of the transition from him going to the 4-3 to the 3-4 last year. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about games and stuff like that. And, and Coach Rule had the whole staff in. And he said, I'm just going to tell you, because we were talking about getting guys ready for the pros and their track record and their ability to identify talent, which I loved as a recruiting pitch. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm, I'll tell you one thing that you're, we're going to be able to – you're going to need to be able to do is I, I think if you want to play for a long time in this league, you've got to be able to play some man-to-man and cover man-to-man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Christian kind of lit up in his seat and stuff like that. And you can tell how – that's one group at the Combines whose drills I think have changed. Linebackers? Much more functional mm-hmm. for how I think linebackers – the games actually have, play. Yeah. Yeah. Actually have to. Now, I can't say the same. For, I mean, linemen still do some silly stuff. Offensive linemen in particular still do some silly stuff. I don't know how much I love, and no disrespect to Michael Severe because he loves the gauntlet drill for wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much, how applicable that is to, like, I don't know how much you learn about that. football, but yeah. um, it, I do think the linebacking group is one group that I enjoy watching. I really enjoy the three-cone drill. Oh, that's a good drill. I like getting some three-cone. So I think of the force against the ground, like the foot stuff, Mm -hmm. that's just a drill. I think three-cone may be one of the better indicators. I would say I think you learn the most about a guy's – how a guy is going to translate to football in a three-cone or a 10-yard, like just the straight 10-yard dash because that's going to be a lot – you're going to do that a lot more in football than you are the 40-yard dash. Obviously, three-cone, you get the change of direction, you get the acceleration, foot in the ground, change of direction, re-accelerate. Playing at an angle yeah, a little bit. Yeah, kind of how angular can you make your body, especially with DNs or, or rushers. Three-cone drill is really nice for that because you kind of see them get that dip. Where you well, Who are we talking about last week as the best athletes on the planet? Do you remember that? You go... It's easy to say it was the Jordan talk, the best athletes on the planet. Yeah, well, we were talking about. I knew it was Bo, but I think we were. I brought up the, well, so I brought up the fact that a lot of times we just throw the best athlete on the planet Because do you know who are really, really underappreciated athletes? DNs? Yes. Yeah. And outside linebackers. Their body control. So, like, he's not going to make anybody's, I think, unless you think about it but one of the reasons why i like the current election to the nfl hall of fame mm-hmm. is because i felt like what he could do for his body type was grossly underrated who's that julius peppers oh yeah yeah unbelievable athlete yeah. for his size it was like six six two ninety something like that his long arms yep. he was twitchy he could play at 45s mm-hmm. 
really good spatial awareness. Like, it's hard for big guys to move like that. I mean, he was a legitimate starter at the University of North Carolina basketball team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. What was that, 99-2000? Yeah. It was yeah. late. Right around. Uh, right, it was right, early 2000s. Right around 2001, maybe, yeah. It was right before the uh, 05 team. It was just before that. Um, no, DN, their, their ability to play at angles is, is kind of crazy. It's sick. Coming up next, we're going to talk to our guy Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald. We'll get back into Nebraska basketball a little bit, maybe a little Nebraska baseball. Spring ball is coming up as well. We'll cover yeah, everything. They took three out of four from GCU. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.